Dr. J here back with the healthy truth. Uh, Monday morning here in Oyster Bay, New York. And it's it's a it's it's a cold one. It's uh I tell you, man, fall comes in and it's just like it's cold in the morning. I mean it's warmed up. It does warm up. The weekends have been beautiful. Uh still going in the pool. It's really been great, but it's the time of year. Um you gotta like it. Or you gotta love it actually. Uh, so anyway, let's hop into what's going on lots of stuff uh thank you so much again for those who listen for those who share for those who leave reviews and comments uh thank you so much i'm continually trying to get you more information and prove what i'm doing to help your life and hopefully i'm doing that and if i'm not please let me know um so let's hop into the big news of the day especially here in new york um <clears throat> let me let me preface this before i jump into this news um, because we kind of—I was having this discussion with my wife last night. Um, I don't know what it is with New York, particularly, but for some reason, New York seems to think it needs to set the example or take the lead on things, even when they are so blatantly wrong. And what I mean by that is. You know, with everything going on with mandates and everything like, like that, if it was so important and if it was so obvious that it was good, why is it not every state doing it? Um, which leads me to New York. So today, for those of you who've been following, New York's um, is the deadline for the mandate for healthcare workers uh, to get at least one of the shots. Um, Hochul, this. New, the new uh, Cuomo, which I, she may even be worse. I mean, she—I uh, I, can tell you. I mean, she she has she t- destroyed her bid to go at this by herself in 2022. I can guarantee you, when she goes and runs the campaign to get reelected, she's she's already done. She has come into office like a bull in a china shop and just doesn't want to doesn't doesn't give a, uh, a rat's ass about anybody just makes all these things uh you know uh, like coming in just got to be strong and again this is this new york thing and this is why i think new york <clears throat> it, it's a weird place to live i i have to say i was gonna say new york sucks it doesn't suck for a lot of reasons but on a political end it sucks i mean you know living here you live by beaches and you live by the city which we're not city people but if you like the city you're very close you got venues i mean you got all kinds of great things especially living on an island i mean you know there's lots of benefits to living on an island but on the political end of it my god it sucks and they just ruin this place they really do so you know again they're pushing for it today there was a block put out for for um religious exempt exemptions um it was upstate utica a judge uh, put a block um for I think it was like I think it was about 17 healthcare workers that sued the state, saying they were not allowing them to, um, you know, use religious exemptions to not get the shots. And um, they did put they did put a um, mandate uh, block, so um, people can uh, you know wait. I think it's until the 12th, uh, which is the about two weeks or so from now uh, while they sort through this. 
Um, it, it's it, it's such a disaster. I mean, she's saying, well, we'll call out the National Guard, the medically trained National Guard. We'll call in retirees. We'll call in people from out of state. No plan. Just here's what we're going to do. And that, you know, automatically right off the bat, how is that beneficial for patients? How is patient care going to be? You're calling in retirees who have retired for a reason now to come in and and work like they're not going to be so happy to be happy to come in if they want to come in or if they make them come in and medically trained national guard are not trained like experienced specialties in the hospital um so your patient care is going to go down the shitter um really just it's just a disaster and she is just she has dug her grave early so we'll see how that plays out um it's a it's a, a sticky wicket, as they say. It's it's you know you they they're destroying religious liberties, um, saying it's for the good of everyone. When we know, uh, just this morning again, as I listened to the tidbits on the news, saying that people deserve patients deserve to know that they're protected from workers who are vaccinated. When we know that vaccinated people can transmit the virus just as much as unvaccinated. So, but you know why that's just swept under the rug is beyond me. Um, we have seen more and more people that are vaccinated who are being hospitalized, who are going, uh, getting sicker. Um, of course, you're not, you know, you're still hearing about, oh, the unvaccinated people are getting sicker than the vaccinated people when those numbers are completely skewed. They're not counting vaccinated people as much that are getting hospitalized. Um, COVID pneumonia seems to be on the rise. It's just a shit show, and I and I, I I think that you know I think I think it's coming to a head. I think that um, you're seeing just the chaos, and this is usually, you know, I, I I relate stuff like this to kind of what they say in the stock market, and they call it a squat, which is when a stock um, goes gets to a point where it's going up, and then all of a sudden it drops, and there's chaos that goes on, and then that drop ends up meaning it goes to higher highs. Uh, so I think this is kind of like the chaos uh, before things start to turn around for the better. Um, and I think what's going to be interesting going forward is how we look at this, obviously, in the future. Uh, if the numbers start to go down and then they say, well, we got all these people vaccinated, then that's why. And then all of a sudden the numbers start to go up again. Then what? Then it's, well, then now we need the boosters for everybody because obviously everybody's stuff is waning. I mean, it's like an endless cycle. And then it's now what's next? What's the next disease to come out? What's the next thing that's going to be released into our population? And it's going to need more shots. I mean, why don't we just, you know, why don't we just live with a uh, with a line in us that we can just, you know, need a new shot, just pump it right into that line. It's an endless cycle. It has nothing to... Uh, thank God for states like Florida because, and if you've seen the new Surgeon General in Florida, the only guy who, who I've seen come out on national television with some sort of power, some sort of knowledge in power has come out and said, vaccines are not the end-all be-all. Like, how about getting healthy? How about eating right? How about exercising? Like, he came out and said this. Like, there's a voice of reason, I, and I, it, it was shocking. But it's a good sign. So just keep the faith that these uh, these things will turn around and uh, we'll start to see things for the better. Um, so let's get into this topic. I believe I've touched on this at some point but before I do posts on this, but I think it's really an interesting topic, especially for when you're younger, um, to um, as, a, as a way to predict your future. Uh, and I mean that as far as your health, but it really does translate into other aspects of your life. 
uh, because obviously if your health is not good, it, it, it makes other things harder and maybe, or, you know, not even harder, but not enjoyable and um, all kinds of other things. Um, so, so let's get into that. Let me, uh, I'm going to put a quick pause on here and then I'll be right back with you. Okay. So back with our, uh, our topic for today, you know, doing podcasts in the car always, always, uh, presents an issue. I'm, I, I don't have the luxury of sitting somewhere and actually just doing a microphone uh, podcast or whatever. I'm always kind of moving around here. So um, things come up. Now it's either I'm just when you're doing a podcast on the phone connected to the car, you got a phone call that comes in that ends the podcast. Uh, you got somebody asking uh, something at home. You know, I got to pause. I got to finish. Uh, get to them. It's always something. But anyway, we're back. Topic for today is predicting your future, predicting how you're going to be. Now, you can always change things. And of course, the earlier you change, the better things can be for the, for a longer period of time. But if you're younger, um, you know, the, the quicker you do these things, the more enjoyable you just, you just can live your life. And it has to do with really modeling. Um, not modeling in a sense of, you know, walking a runway. It's modeling those who you want to be like. So this is geared more, again, it's geared towards anybody who wants to change. Um, but definitely if you're twenties, thirties, you know, in that range, even if you're younger and you listen to podcasts, God bless. I think it's a great way to get some, some good info. Um, um, but it, it's, it's modeling those people you want to be like when you get older, right? So think about this. It's a very simple concept. Typically we don't look at people and say, that's how I want to be physically, mentally. Um, when I get to that age, we don't really extrapolate out that far and think, um, we just kind of live day to day and just try to live for, you know, that, that day itself, which is normally how people live. We don't typically look towards the future much. It's more of a, a hope and pray type type life where you know you go about your day, you get through it, and everything's good until the next day, hopefully. Um, but if you think about your future and you think about where you want to be when you get into your 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, the way to predict and the way to make sure that your life continues to be happy, healthy, pain-free, uh, active mentally active is to model those people who are like that. Now you can pick anybody. You can pick, it can be athletes, celebrities. Uh, it can be anybody you want. Usually, usually it's easier to pick somebody closer to you if you have that role model because you're, you're a little more intimate with them and you can really know a little bit more about what they do as opposed to trying to you know pick apart somebody who's a little more distant to you and try to find info on them. But think about the people in your immediate circle, right? And that can just be your siblings, your parents, whoever, uh, grandparents. Think about them as a whole. Think about how they look. Think about how they feel. Think about mentally how they feel. And say to yourself right now, is this what I want to be like when I get to their age? Whether they're in their, again, 50s, 60s, whatever it is. 
If it is, great. Very simple. Copy what they're doing. If they are eating well, they look great, they're exercising, they're not taking meds, they're not in pain, you want to be like that, just copy. It's copy, cut, cut and paste, right? If not, then don't. Find someone that you want to be like. Now, in your immediate circle, you may not have that. A lot of times, families are very similar in the way they look, the way they feel, the way they live, because, you know, it's not usual for families to live different lifestyles within the family. Everybody kind of basically lives the same way. The parents have dictated that, uh, uh, and that's how it is. So if that's not possible, then you got to look outside, and that could be to friends' family. That could be to um, workers. It could be to, again, people in your outside ring of influence. Um, look to them. And again, when you find them, you may have to ask them, listen, what are you doing to keep yourself healthy? So you really have to role model those who are the way they are. It's the easiest way. Instead of trying to guess, or instead of saying, well, you know, like every day I'll just go about and try to do it. And if something comes up, I'll deal with it then, which is how most of us do it. You can predict how you're going to be. Now, there, there are exceptions. Obviously, things come up that are outside of your control. There are, you could have genetic things that are, um, that change that course. You could have trauma physical, could be emotional, could be whatever. I mean, there are things that could change the course of your life that may not make it so easy to get there. But barring those things and worrying about, you can't worry about, well, maybe I pre, you know, have a genetic thing, uh, which could stop. Yeah. And you know what? A little side note on the genetics thing, because I hear this all the time. Well, you know, my grandmother had high blood pressure. My mother had high blood pressure and we had cancer in her family. People just expect that if others in their family had things that they're going to get it. Or if they got it, well, that's the excuse. It doesn't really work that way. You're not born. Well, let me say this. You may have a a, a, a genetic predisposition to certain things because of what you've been given. But it doesn't mean that it has to go that way. What we've learned over time, this concept of neuroplasticity, is that genes kind of have like an on-off switch. And depending on how you treat yourself will depend on whether that switch goes on or off. So you may have uh, that predisposition for cancer or heart disease or whatever. But if you do the right things, you can keep that switch off. So you're never it's never predetermined that this is how your life is going to be because of how others are. Now, if there's genetic issues where you've had DNA that's been changed or whatever, that's that's another thing. And again, there's the possibility you're you have trauma, you have other things go on in your life which can affect you. But for the most part, we some of us may be predetermined to have a more propensity to get things. Doesn't mean we have to be there. So, and then again, these are not things to worry about. Like you can't go about every day worrying about, oh my gosh, I might get cancer, I might get heart disease, I might get to a car accident, I might get hit by a bus. Like, first of all, you can't worry about it because if you worry about things that don't happen, that's a whole other issue. Secondly is the worrying is going to prevent you from getting to those points that you want to be at. 
So once you've found that person that you want to be like, now you start doing your homework. If you can observe them, great. Um, if not, if you can ask them questions, then you do that. If it's somebody in the world that you will not meet, um, that you like what seems to be going on with them, then we, then we uh, go about it that way. Um, you know, there's lots of different ways to do it. So, but I tell you, this is the easiest way to predict your future. It really is. Um, I, 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 the, the fact that most people don't do this is always shocking. Like for me, I don't necessarily have the role model to, um, to, to model. I, I don't have anybody really in my immediate circle. I, right now, I'm the one who became the model. Um, so, and I just, for me, it was more figuring out for myself. Um, and sometimes that's the only way you can do it because you don't have a role model. Um, but for me, you know, I grew up, um, obviously not in this mindset, but also, you know, eating really not well. My parents not unknow- didn't knowingly not, you know, feed us well, but I grew up like a typical, um, kid. Um, we had our, you know, uh, well, as a, as a Jewish kid on Long Island, we, <clears throat> we ate very Italian. I don't know what that is. I don't know if that was just us or if that was how, but a lot of pasta. We, I remember there was chicken parm, a lot of ziti, lasagna. I don't know. I mean, I know pasta is, it was inexpensive as well, but, um, we ate a lot of that. And you know, my, we, had other stuff we didn't need organic i mean we my parents brought the juice and the high c and uh when they would go out you know the treat was for uh, when we were younger was to go to mcdonald's or, or when we got older was to stop at the store and get hungry man dinners god those hungry man dinners i and they're still and they're still out there too which is a, what this is amazing but my god like i thought you know thinking back at <laughs> mcdonald's was probably so much healthier than those hungry man dinners but you know that's how I grew up and didn't think much of it, you know, because it, again, my mindset wasn't, well, you know, how is this going to affect me going forward? Um, I myself, which I've mentioned a few times, you know, I did have a, a health issue actually that reoccurred for a second time, um, going, uh, when I was in chiropractic school that, um, you know, ended up being from adrenal stress and then, uh, I, I met a guy who was a holistic pharmacist who totally changed the course of my life from there. Um, but would that have happened? Would I have had that guidance when I was younger? I, I don't. I don't think so. I really don't. Um, so it's it's really important that you find that model. And if you really can't, if you really don't, I mean, if you're if you you're looking at some, you know. Um, some uh, world leader in some country that you have done research on and they're just in, you know, they're in great place, they're mentally great, they're physically fit, whatever, and it's hard for you to figure it out, you know, you may have to try to figure it out on your own. Now, luckily, now you have so much more access to information to figure that out. You know, me growing up, I, if I was into it, I didn't have the access unless I went to the library. Um, and even then, you know, the, our thoughts on health and nutrition weren't like they were 
now, uh, even though we still have a lot of screwy stuff in that world. Um, but there's a lot more information, a lot more people out there who are getting out the right information. So it was a lot harder. You, have a, you definitely have a lot easier uh, path to it now if you need to be the model. So for me, um, now being the model, um, here's, here's basically how I live. And I think this is a very easy way for people to do it. Um, if you're stuck and you, you say, well, I, I just don't have anybody to model after. I always go by five things. And these are the things that I learned uh, when I was in school. They're the basis really for just the, the basic, basic, basic how to be healthy. It comes down to five things. It was diet, exercise, rest, attitude, meaning being positive, positive mental attitude, and a healthy nervous system. Now, as a chiropractor, um, the healthy nervous system meant to me that if my brain and nerves, the spinal cord nerves were all doing what they're supposed to be doing and your body was getting all the messages, then everything could function optimally. The rest of it was really very simple. Diet meant I was eating clean, I was drinking lots of water, I was eliminating things that had toxins, pesticides that were processed, anything that could be a detriment to my body. Uh, exercise, keeping healthy, lip, working out, lifting, um, cardio, um, being active, not having an active job, being active, like taking the time to focus on being active. Um, rest, getting sleep, you know, like this whole thing about sleeping overrated. Um, in the past, I, I probably have felt that way, but I, I have to tell you, sleep is is totally important. If you're not getting enough sleep, and I know how I am, if I'm not getting enough sleep, you don't get a chance to recover, you don't get a chance to break down and, and rebuild for the next day. And then it's cumulative until your body makes you break down and that's when you get sick. Um, and attitude, mental attitude, mental health is just as important as physical health. And if you don't do the things to keep yourself positive, to keep your mind positive, to look at the positive, um, that is a can be a huge downfall uh, in, in your general health. And honestly, that's it. It's those few things that will allow you, barring, again, things that are unexpected, but can allow you to live a, a, a just a huge, great life. So if you don't have that model, you can use that. Um, hopefully you do. But folks, um, it's never too late to change, but it's always easier to do it when you're younger. Think about your future. Think ahead. Think about, um, you know, when you're having Taco Bell for dinner, think about how is this going to affect me when I'm older? Like, you know, do I want to be taking uh, Tylenol and Excedrin and all this other stuff when I'm older because my knees are shot, um, because I'm in pain, because I get headaches, you know, because I decided one night that, you know, like Taco Bell is going to be great. Like, and it's not one night, obviously. If you're eating Taco Bell for a night, you're probably eating it more than that. But you got to think forward. And if you think forward, things will be great going forward. That's it. All right. I'm going to end it here. I did not yawn. I which I was waiting, was waiting. I, I felt it. And I, I knocked it back. So that's a plus. Um, but uh, I hope you guys are having a great day. I hope you guys continue to have a great day, great life, and uh, great week, great month, great year. This is Dr. J with the Healthy Truth. Be back soon. Take care.